Good morning, everyone. I know it has been a busy week with a lot of announcements and a lot of information. Uh, what I'm going to speak about today is really more of a few case studies of some unique ways that we've been able to leverage uh, VMware Cloud on AWS to help uh, resolve some situations that we flat out could not have done in the data center at the time. Uh, so there won't be a whole lot of slide content. It's going to be a little bit more conversational. If you do have some questions, I will be off to the side afterwards. Um, with that, a little bit about Presidio. So we work mostly in four main categories here. Uh, modernization, redefining workloads. That's been a significant theme the last few years. And I cannot, for some reason, get rid of the, <laughs> the timing on that slide. Transformation, and then as with everything that we do, we work to secure uh, everything that we do. So securing those workloads, it doesn't matter what we do for your environment. If we don't secure that, it's going to be a problem. Uh, so as far as our relationships, uh, we are a principal partner with VMware. We hold seven of the master services competencies at the time. That was all that's available. Uh, new ones have come out, and we will have those soon, uh, almost complete in those. We were one of two launch partners for VMware Cloud on AWS. So when it was announced in 2016, we joined an advisory board about two weeks after the announcement. Uh, when it was early access in 2017, we were one of the two partners who were part of the early access so we kind of joke that we've got five years of experience on a four-year-old product. Um, but we've done a lot with this, and I'm actually going to move on through here. It, how many people are familiar with VMware Cloud on AWS? Good. For anyone who isn't, I'll give you a really quick view here. So you've got what you do in your data center today, and then we have the AWS global infrastructure. With VMware Cloud on AWS, we're going to build a VMware environment that will look like what you have on-prem, but live inside of AWS. So the advantage there is that it gets to connect into your on-prem environment, making it very easy to now share workloads and move workloads between the two. But another big advantage is the fact that it is actually connected into all of the AWS ecosystem, which is vast. Uh, so there's a lot that you can leverage there uh, as you are connected now directly to that. So you get the best of both worlds. You're connected fully into your VMware environment, but you also get to begin to connect directly into those cloud environments as well. But today's topic is one that a lot of people are aware of, and some of you have experienced, unfortunately, is dealing with ransomware. So it's not, like I said, I don't know why these are advancing. Um, it's not going to be a whole lot of slides here, but really more some case studies. The first one was a customer that we were working with I got a call a little before midnight from an engineer who said, I'm seeing some really bad behavior. We were um, in the process of assisting with some VDI rollouts, and he began to see Active Directory just light up at midnight, and it never does. So we quickly identified that they were in the middle of a ransomware attack, called the company in, brought the customer in, brought security teams in, and eventually the insurance company joined the phone call. And uh, one of the hard parts on their side was to make the decision of shut everything down, tell the employees not to come in tomorrow. We immediately then moved to the next step of how do we begin this recovery? All right, we're going to take some of these lab servers, some of the dev test environment, we're going to rebuild that, we're going to clean that, certify that, put scanners in there, and then begin bringing workloads in. At which point the insurance company chimed in and said, no. Until we finish our forensics, you can't have any of the environment back. And that was the first time I got caught off guard by what insurance means in a ransomware attack. You know, their goal 
is to make sure that they can help prevent this from happening to the next customer and the customer after that. So you're down, they're gonna work with you, but at the same time, they've gotta make sure they do complete forensics. So they weren't gonna get the environment back for a couple of days, and so the customer looked at us and said, what can we do? And I immediately raised my hand and said, we're building your VMware uh, VDI environment right now in VMware Cloud on AWS. We can have, in about 15 minutes, a new cluster, disconnected network, micro-segmentation so that we completely have a network that can't talk to anything else, nothing inside that network can talk to each other, and the only rule we opened was to allow the scanning device to talk to the other things on the network. Nothing could talk to the scanning device, nothing could talk to each other. And we began a process over the next two weeks of recovering workloads into that environment, scanning workloads, certifying workloads, migrating them into a production environment once they were certified, and moving through that. It took a few weeks to bring them up. They ran for about two months in that environment before they had everything on-prem certified. That actually gave them time to do things right on-prem because they had some breathing room. They weren't in a hurry. Uh, and then they moved everything back on-prem. If you want to see a little bit of what I was talking about, this is the recovery network that we created for them. So with micro-segmentation, we made sure that that network talked to nothing and that nothing on that network talked to each other with the exception, again, of that green VM down on the end. The second case study was a little bit different. Um, they called us, or one of our engineers actually called me in a bit of a panic. He was trying to help this customer get back online. That timing. Um, He's trying to help a customer get back online. And by that, I mean they brought their data center completely offline. We were pulling equipment out of our lab to go set up in one of their conference rooms and just get a modem connection into their office so that we could begin to get something that they could at least join a Wi-Fi network and begin doing some work again. Uh, but they were completely down. This was a particularly nasty attack too. It had deleted all backup drives, all backup tapes that were currently loaded in the drives, reset passwords on all storage arrays so they could no longer be connected to. Uh, it was pretty bad. So this customer was not already in the cloud. And uh, this was another, these all happen to be midnight calls on Sundays usually. Uh, so it was another midnight call and I told him, well, let's get on the line first thing in the morning with your team. We're gonna work out the design needed. And by noon, we had their VMware Cloud on AWS environment up and running with HCX installed. Um, I'm sorry, we did not leverage HCX. With them, we were actually recovering from backups. So their backups were in the cloud, fortunately. So we'll be able to start recovering their workloads. And we had, it took us about a week, I think, to bring their workloads back online. The difference in their scenario, and the silver lining that you don't see on the screen anymore, uh, is the fact that they were six months out from a data center lease expiring, and they were in the process of quoting. They had two or three quotes they're already looking through to replace and refresh their hardware. They're about five years in on their hardware, ready for a refresh. And they called us up about two or three weeks into this and said, we're canceling those projects, we're gonna let our lease expire, and we're gonna sign a three-year subscription for VMware Cloud. They never went back on-prem. Uh, they liked the performance, they liked the ease of use, and so what became a short-term fix for them became uh, a long-term infrastructure change for them. And so that was actually uh, worked out pretty well in their advantage. Um, one third one, I don't put slides up here for that one as much, it was, a city, a municipality that called us because a, a protest had been planned the next Friday. They called me on a Friday afternoon. 
had been planned uh, for their police department. In this particular city, it was a smaller town, and their only data center was in the police department for the entire city. Their disaster recovery data center outside of town had been shut down two weeks before, and a new environment was being built on the other side of town that wouldn't be up for another six weeks. So they were worried that even if they lost power or just physical access uh, to the building, their entire city would shut down. Uh, so again, we raised our hand and said, I know where I can get you infrastructure in just about two hours. So we stood up VMware Cloud on AWS. Uh, this is a case where we actually did use HCX. How many people have used HCX, either on-prem or for the cloud? There's a feature that's not talked about a whole lot. It's not nearly as robust as other options, alternatives, but there's the protect feature of, VMware, of HCX. So instead of migrating a workload, you can right-click and protect a workload. That creates a copy, keeps it in sync, but does not cut over to it until you actually log in and tell it to fail over. Um, so we leveraged that. They had about 50 to 60 VMs that were critical. Um, we had VMC stood up Monday morning. We had HTX stood up that afternoon. By Wednesday morning, all but a few SQL databases were protected, and by Friday morning, the SQL databases were in sync. So um, fortunately, there were no issues at all. Uh, they ended up you know, exactly what they wanted. It, it became you know, a, a non-event. Everything was, was good. But this protection, it reminded them they should have planned better. They should not have shut down the old six weeks before the new was ready. Uh, so they ran this for probably about two months where they kept everything in protection mode, just in case. Uh, once we helped them get their you know, complete building out their DR environment, uh, they did choose uh, to move into the DR environment because they'd already purchased it. But their comment that their CTO made back to me was, if we had not already purchased two weeks before this happened all of the hardware, we would have just stayed in the cloud. Because I said, once we put a few workloads up there and we saw how easy it was, we really wish that we had not just made a long-term commitment for DR um, to be in a physical location. Um, so that, yes, thank you. So those are three of the case studies where we've been able to use really the, the point I was highlighting here with the ransomware conversation was that there are many times when you need hardware. If you tried ordering hardware in the last 12 to 18 months, you know what I'm talking about. Um, normal cases, we would be in two to six weeks, depending on what you're looking for. Now we're six months. At times, we've been a little over 12 months. That's beginning to ease and get better. But I wanted to help people think of when you need that hardware quickly, VMware Cloud on AWS can provide you that type of access that you just can't do on-prem. I've also seen some scenarios where we've worked with people around new software development. They need to add an application. The application is going to require different infrastructure. The additional infrastructure is going to take several weeks to show up. And now your developers are ready to write, but they have no hardware. They don't have the capacity yet to begin writing. Write the code in VMC. When the on-prem infrastructure is ready, migrate back to on-prem, power off the VMC. It can be a stopgap while you're waiting for hardware to show up. It can be a place to expand when you run out of space internally or when something does, you know, forbid go bump in the middle of the night. It can be that completely new data center you can spin up in about two hours uh, where you can begin to recover workloads, protect workloads, 
and do a lot of things inside of EMC that you just simply could not do in the time frame. Remember those first slides. It is exactly what you're used to on-prem, and that is a huge advantage because when you're trying to recover, when you're trying to run fast to get something back online, you don't want to have to learn something new while you're trying to move fast. Uh, so this is your ability to make a quick move. It may not be the long-term move. You may be doing something else long-term, but this can get you. We've used this to get customers out of data centers in 90 days. Uh, I don't know why. Some people seem that they don't look at their renewal contracts until 90 days before they're done because we get a lot of those phone calls. Uh, I've got a data center renewal up in 90 days. I don't want to sign a new 10-year lease, and terms for a two-year lease are horrible. What can I do? Uh, this, these are the type of conversations that we have every day. Uh, so I know that my time is up here, but if you guys have any questions, I will be off to the side. I'd love to talk to you about creative scenarios, creative uses for VMware Cloud on AWS. And around the ransomware conversation, I'd really have, love to have a conversation with you around how to protect from it rather than how to recover from it. Um, but both of those are things that uh, at times people will need. Flexibility is the key.